Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Welcome, everyone. You know, our adversary, the devil, is a master manipulator, and one of his greatest tactics is to create doubt about who God says we are in Christ. Today's message, brought by Pastor Marvin D. Hightower, put a word on you regarding what God says about you. Stay tuned. Because of their walk. Because he has gifts in them that they have already been using. So this is just another something. It's more than a title. Deacon actually means servant. They don't run the church. They're supposed to serve the church. Somewhere along the line, we got it messed up. But not in this church. Because I'm this pastor. We're going to serve it like God said. So deacons are called to serve alongside the pastor. Called along to minister to the congregation. And in fact, if I can't be here, one of the deacons need to preach. Come on now. And be anointed to do that. They don't get anointed to just sit on the front row and do some devotion. They get anointed to serve the pastor and serve the church. We went through weeks, about five or six, five weeks of training to get them here. To know what uh, I expected of them and what we expected of them as a church family. So after the five weeks, there was a commitment for me at the end and they both signed on the dotted line, one for me, but one for them to remind them when they get off to the left or to the right of their commitment to God and his church. Amen? Amen. So God has anointed because he had already appointed and he had already qualified them before I even came into the picture. I don't have to tell y'all his story, y'all family, y'all know. But I tell you what, this is an answer to some of y'all's prayers. (laughs) So if you don't know if God answers prayer, some of y'all prayed for him, prayed for her. This is an answer to the prayer that you prayed. And you tell me that God ain't real? He don't answer prayer? He does. Sometimes he may not come when you want him. And he'll be there right on time. So this is an answer to your prayer. So I will celebrate. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. You've already been appointed. 
You've already been enjoying it. This is just a point of contact to consecrate you because promotion does not come from the south, the east, or the west. Promotion comes from the north. It comes from God. Yes. 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 Accepted this responsibility of the anointing that God had already laid on you. I'm going to lay my hands on you. I don't care who calls it. Father, in the name of Jesus. Yay. We thank you for this anointed vessel, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, that you brought her all the way through whatever she went through. Thank you, God. The time the devil tried to block with God. The time the devil tried to stop what God wanted to do in her life. But God, in the name of Jesus, we declare that you are God. And what you call to be will be. In the name of Jesus. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus. Feel her full to overflowing with your spirit. Right yes, now. Lord. Yes. Baptize her with the fire yes, of the Holy Lord. Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes. Right now, yes. Yes. The devil thought he had you. Ah, thank you, Lord. Ah, but he didn't recognize that you was covered by the blood. Thank you, Lord. The blood of Jesus kept him from killing you because he was Lord. Ah, you were called out before you were born. Before you were called William, God had already etched out your name. And he said that he would use you to win souls yeah. of those who the devil thought bound you up with everything that he bound you with. Yeah. He's going to use that very vehicle that the devil tried to use to kill you to have you to use to win souls. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for Brother Jeff. Yes, Lord. Yes. Bless your home with finances. Yes. Oh, we thank you for that. 
thank you for the new house already. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Away. 
several weeks ago at the direction of the Holy Spirit, I started out on a series that really didn't become, I really didn't start out for it to become a series, but it did become a series. And we start uh, going through several things, and so I thought that I was supposed to deliver the word that I'm going to deliver a couple of weeks ago, but the Holy Spirit interrupted the service and took me a different direction than we were that I had originally planned, but then he brought me back around mm -hmm. to it Friday, because as I was studying for this day, he said, well, I already gave you what you need to speak on this Sunday. I said, well, let's, I, you know, I talked to God, real. it's family day, I'm supposed to give a family sermon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. <laughs> we close, but we ain't that close. I'm God, you're not. <laughs> so I had no idea. Well, I, I, I didn't realize until I got to Sunday school where he gave confirmation that today is, is exactly the day I'm supposed to give what he told me to give. All right. Amen. Amen. So uh, we have been speaking topically, really, in a topical sermon. Not, it does necessarily does not speak with the context of where the scriptures go. We just take out some scriptures. And speak topically. So topically, we've been talking about putting the word on yeah. it. Oh, right? Yeah. Putting the word on it, right? Yeah. And so, we had put a word on things like stress, loneliness, temptation, insecurity. Now, I did not know when God had given me this word how prophetic that word would be. Several weeks ago, when he started giving it to us, Amen. Mm -hmm. did not realize that one of the people that was a part of our congregation mm -hmm. would go from time into eternity. Did not know that. Yeah. Right. Right. But God knew it. And he knew exactly what we would need before we would need it, just like he gave me this word before he knew I would need to deliver it. Yeah. Now, I know some of y'all, most of y'all have not been a part of liberty. However, he brought you here today because you need to receive the word because you need to put a word on you. Yeah. <laughs> Say, I need, I need to put a word, put a word on, me. on me. Amen. Now, Am I the only one who has ever felt inadequate or insignificant? No. Now, I know some of y'all are super saints and don't never have any problems or don't ever feel this way or that way about yourself. But for real people like me, sometimes I feel inadequate. And sometimes I feel insignificant. And I have to put a word on me, so I know you got to put a word on you sometimes. I think I feel inadequate because I'm I'm an actually an introverted person. I don't like speaking in front of crowd. I don't. That's that's not my natural inclination. You can ride around in the car with me, and I'll be searching for stuff to say. Right. Last night we had Mark Thompson and me and him riding around in the car. He's in the road too. So after a time we got talking, we just both sat there quiet. Right. And just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I'm not the only one that felt inadequate and insignificant. <clears throat> and at the end of most of every service, I speak words of affirmation over you. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those words are blessings. Mm -hmm. Not cursing, mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. and not death, right? Okay. But as we get ready to cross over into 2020, if God wills it, because yeah. we don't know, we're going to need to start putting a word on ourselves. There's so many things going on mm -hmm. around the world, in this nation, in this state, and in this city. Right. 
that you're going to have to learn how to put the word over yourself. Because it may be on Tuesday evening when you get in a situation and Sunday ain't till Sunday, right? Right. Amen. So you need to put a word on yourself. Affirmation means the asserting that something exists or is true, a confirmation or a ratification of the truth. So we are going to put a word, you're going to learn how to affirm yourself on today. Amen. The Bible says in John 8, 32, and you shall know the truth. And, if, and the truth shall make you free. It does not matter. I wrote this down, so I got to see it. It's like I wrote it. It does not matter what Satan tries to get you to believe about yourself or what they say about you. The only thing that matters is what God says about you. Amen. 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 Go to Psalm 19. We'll start there. Psalm 19. You need to put a word on you by what he says about you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Psalm 19. And we're going to look at verse number 7 through 10. Amen. 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 When you guys say, I got it. Amen. Amen. The Bible says this. Psalm 19, verse 7. Amen. It says this. The law of the Lord is perfect, mm -hmm. which is God's word, or instruction of the Lord is perfect, or without defect. Converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is what? Sure. Sure, sure which means trustworthy. Mm -hmm. Making wise who? Making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are what? Right. His word is what? Right. His word is what? Right. This is right. They wrong. That's right. I'm with you. The statutes of the Lord are right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is what? Pure. Which means clear. Yeah. Radiant. Mm -hmm. Enlightening the eye. Verse 9 says, the fear of the Lord is clear, clean, which means pure. Fearing the Lord does not mean be afraid of the Lord. Fearing the Lord means being in awe of the Lord. Why should I be in awe of the Lord? Because he is God. The creator and sustainer of this world. He is God the Father. He is God. So you ought to have a reverential fear of who God is. The problem with some folk is they don't fear God anymore. Because they've gotten away so much in this grace that God gives us that we forget that God is not only the God of grace, but he's the God of judgment. And guess what? Judgment day is coming. How do you know, preacher? All you got to do is look around. If you read the Bible long enough, it will tell you right where we are and we're going through right where we're supposed to be going to to let us know that Jesus is coming back. Yes. Yes, yes. I'm getting there, y'all. The fear of the Lord is clean. Enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true. The judgments of the Lord are what? True. Which means firm. So when God makes a judgment, it's based on his truth. And because God's word is true, and he's a true God, his judgments are firm. Which means he's not moving off of them. Let me put it where you can get it. You can't get over on God. That's right. That's right. That's right. You can get over on me. But you can't get over on God. And righteous altogether, more to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the what? And the honeycomb. When it says the law, the law of the Lord is perfect, this is a direct reference to the absolute.
complete trustworthiness of his word. The word of God is perfect in its accuracy and is sure in its dependability. His word is inerrant and infallible. Inerrant means it's not without mistake and it's perfect. I'm getting there. The excellence of the Holy Spirit's protection over the scriptures over the centuries has ensured that the copies delivered into our hands from generations past are essentially the same. We talked about it a little bit in Sunday school. We got all these different versions. However, the Holy Spirit has protected the true message of the word. Amen. You cannot tell me that God's word is not true. Even the literary critics that don't believe a word in that Bible says God's word is true. In fact, the Bible is the number one bestseller ever. Over billions of copies sold. Over billions of copies given away. It's 66 books. Written over 1,600 years by 40 or more different writers that come from different places at different times during different seasons, centuries, that says the very same thing, and that's what, that's this. Jesus is Lord, God is the Father, and the Holy Spirit is empowering him to do the work, and that God has sent his Son to redeem us out of our sins. Amen. The, God, the Bible is true. They are wrong. So since the word is true, and you're going to put the word on you, Whatever the word says about you, yes. that's who you are. Now, let me say this. The Bible is a supernatural book written by one mastermind, authored by God, written through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to man. That word will save you. That word will heal you. That word will deliver you. That word will keep you. That word will protect you. That word will set you free. Hallelujah. So guess what? You can depend on this. Amen. It's a supernatural book written by a supernatural God. Amen. Now, Donald Morris wrote a song that is led by Leandria Johnson, which begins with him talking and then again saying, He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right, and sometimes your soul doesn't get to notice. Mm. Or it ignores the notice. Ignores, yeah. Amen. Amen. Your spirit is saved, but your soul sometimes has a mind of its own, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. And sometimes it's not because of what you did, but it's because of what somebody has done to you. Our souls, sometimes, no, our souls, they do have holes in them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amen. That's why it's important to fill up on the word more than one time a week. That's why it's important to fill up on the word more than when you get in trouble. That's right. That's why it's when that's why it's important to fill yourself with God's word because with the word comes his spirit, and when his spirit comes in, it fills up those holes yeah. so that nothing can get in. Another reason, and I say this all the time, the reason why your soul has a hole in it because it's where your mind, your will, and your emotions are at yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah. right. And if you put the wrong things on your mind, mm -hmm. your body will follow. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's why you need to put the word of God in your mind. That's right. So that you can follow the spirit That's right. and not the flesh. That's right. Because if you don't know it by now, the flesh will mess you up. Yes, it will. <laughs> Keep following your heart if you want to. If you live long enough, some of us have. When you follow your heart, what happens? You got to follow your spirit. Yes. 
That's right. And the only way to follow your spirit is to have the word of God lead you. That's right. Amen? Amen. So, beginning right now, you need to put a word on you. I need you to declare this because the song goes on to say, God deliver me. Because all I seem to do is hurt me. Hurt me. Hurt me. Later in the song it says, deliver me from my overthinking. But the song finishes by saying, this is my exodus. So today is your day of exodus. Of exodus. Hallelujah. Deliver you from your overthinking. And deliver you from your stinking thinking. To get a checkup from the neck up. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So I need you to begin to declare that I am love. Yeah. I am love. I am love. We're gonna look at what the word says. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Amen. Say, I am love. I am love. No, you got to say it like you mean it. Say, I am love. I am love. I don't care what that person told you. Yeah. That told you that you wasn't loved. Maybe in your past, even right now, in your present. That's right. But the one thing for certain is this. God loves you. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. We're going to do a little word search. Are we ready for this? Yes, amen. Do a little word. Well, how do you know God loves you? Romans 5, chapter 8 says this. But God commended or demonstrates his love toward us. And that while we were yet or still sinners, Christ died for us. Now you don't die for somebody unless you love. Amen. In the handout Pastor Tracy gave out a few weeks ago, it quoted my favorite scripture with the kids quoted this morning. What was that? That's my favorite scripture in the Bible. John 3.16. Something that we learned as kids, but I apply it now. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now we who got kids in here? For the most part. Let me put it this way. Would you give your son for some folk that's going to turn their back on you? I wouldn't give my son if I had one. So I'm going to say I wouldn't give my daughter for none of y'all because I love that, them girls. Amen. But God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to die for us. Why? So that he can have a relationship with us. And while we were yet or still sinners, he sent Jesus to die for us. So therefore you can declare and decree, I am love. I don't care if man loves me or no woman loves me. All I care about is that God. Amen. Let's go a little deeper. Amen. It goes on to say, what could be more important than a love like that? What could be more relevant for you right now? What could be more urgent for you and moment, momentous for you than to know where you stand in relation to what God says to you in these verses? Why? Because God shows no favoritism. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Just like he loves you, God loves me. Just like he loves me, God loves you. I'm talking about that messed up you. I ain't talking about your church face. I'm talking about your real face. I'm talking about the one when you take your makeup off. Why you look over here? I'm the condemnation, amen. He, he extends his love toward the whole lost world, and he invites everyone to come to him through faith in his son, Jesus Christ, God is the source of all life. And he is continually present with us and will someday bring all of this to climax. Amen. 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 Let me say this. 
goes on to say, God love touches every area of your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Think about it. Every area of your life, God love, God's love touches. There is nowhere you can go to escape his love. Hallelujah. There is no problem that you will encounter that is not touched by his love. There is no advancement that you will not make that God is not already there. And even when your world falls apart, you can say, God, I don't know why this is happening. I don't understand it, and it don't feel good, but I do know one thing. You love me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How many are at a place right now where you don't understand why everything that's everything that's happening to you right now is happening? I am a witness to that. Amen? Amen. Psalm 145, you don't have to go there, says, The Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. When Pastor Tracy put this out there, even the, God's love is even on the evil ones. I'm talking about those who have turned their back. God still loves them. I'm talking about the most evil, most vile, most rude, most ugly person that you ever met on the inside. Guess what? God still loves them. Mm. And guess what he says to us? Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, 4 and 45 says, love your enemies. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you. So that you may be the sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. And he sends rain on the just and on the unjust. God's love moves him to provide rain and sunshine where it is not even deserved. Your enemy will use any and everything to try to make you feel that God does not love you. But the Bible says that there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. So what am I telling you to do? Tell the enemy to shut up. Tell him. Say, enemy. Shut up. God loves you. I need you to declare that I am victorious. I am victorious. That God loves me. God loves me. And I am victorious. And I am victorious. All right, let's go to another scripture real quick. Psalm 34. Psalm 34. I am victorious. God loves me. No, I, I, I mean, I'm really serious when I say that. He does love you, and you are victorious. You may not feel like you got victory now, but you still are. Yeah. Don't go by what you feel. That's right. Hey, Amen. That's right. Psalm 34, verse 17. It says this. The righteous cry. Mm -hmm. Who are the righteous? Me. Yes. The righteous are those who trust in God. <coughs> That's right. And who has submitted to his kingdom agenda. That's right. The kingdom agenda is the visible manifestation of his of God in your life or every area. Amen? Every area. Uh, the righteous cry and the Lord heareth and deliver them out of what? All of their troubles. The righteous cry. If you are righteous, that means you have submitted your life to Christ. Yes. To God through Christ. And the Lord does what? It delivers me. He hears you first. God hears who? The righteous. And not only does he hear, he goes into action. Yes, thank you, Lord. He delivered them out of what? All their troubles. Do we just say their troubles? King James says what? All their troubles. All what? And the Lord is near unto them that are what? Ooh, for those who have, are born to a broken heart, 
God is near to those whose hearts are broken. If your heart is broken and you're righteous, God hears you, he'll deliver you from your trouble, and he knows you have a broken heart. Yes, he does. Why? Because he loves you. That's right. Mm, that's good stuff. Thank you, Father. And save us of a contrite or a crushed spirit. Sometimes your heart can get broken in so many pieces that your spirit is literally just what? Crushed. But sometimes God squeezes you to the crushing so you can get the oil off. Yes. Hallelujah. Sometimes when you get crushed, it takes out the impurities in your life. Yeah. It separates the oil from the water. Mm-hmm. Why? Because God wants you to get closer to him. Mm-hmm. And the only way he can get closer to, get you closer to him sometimes is to break your heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. My God. Okay. My God. It ain't fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make you seem helpless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he hears you. Mm-hmm. And he will deliver you. Thank you, Lord. Because your heart is broken and your spirit is crushed. Yes, Lord. Because verse 19 says, many are the what? Many are the afflictions of the what? But the Lord does what? There it goes again. He delivers them out of them all. I know that I know that you I know that you want to be delivered out of your troubles. Or you could even escape them, right? Because of the pain of grief, loss, sorrow, and even failure, and even small daily frustration that constantly wear you down. But God promises. And if God promises, you can count on it. And what did he promise? He promises to hear you and to deliver you. Those who have a broken heart and have a crushed spirit, and guess what? I am a witness before God that you will look back and say, I don't believe, I don't believe it. God did do that for me. He can do that for me. Why? Because he loves you and you are already victorious. Give God a praise. Not only does he love you, not only are you victorious, the one that I really love is to say to myself, I am blessed. Say that. I am blessed. Say it again. I am blessed. Even though you don't feel like it, you are what? Blessed. Even though it don't seem like it, you are blessed. You may not have a dollar in your pocket, but you are blessed. You may not have nothing but baloney sandwich in your refrigerator, but you are blessed. You may be lonely, but you still are blessed. You may be hurting, but you still are blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The devil may be fighting you tooth and nail, but you are what? Blessed. Blessed. You may be hurting, but you are blessed. Hallelujah. That's it. I'm just letting it sink in. Yeah. That's it. Let that marinate. Yeah. We got some cooks in here. Sometimes we got the marinate in here. <laughs> so it be tender. Yes, sir. Hmm. When you marinate it, something like to bathe it, right? Yeah. I know y'all getting hungry now. <laughs> Wrap it up and let it sit for some hours. Sometimes overnight. Sometimes two or three days, depending on what you're cooking. So that meat can be just right. You pick it up out of that pot and it'd be falling off the bone before you cook it. God wants to put you in a place where you're pliable. Yes, yes. Sometimes you can't be pliable with that hard exterior you got. Yeah. Because you think you got it all together. So God has to show you. Yeah. Who he really is. Yeah. Put you in a position to where you can recognize who he is. So that he can marinate you with his word to make you soft and fall off the bone and something. Y'all hungry now, amen. 
to Matthew chapter 5. Say, I am love. I am love. I am victorious. I am victorious. And I am blessed. I don't care when you get up tomorrow morning or this evening or whatever the case may be. Just keep saying that over and over and over and over and over again. Even when you don't feel like it. Even when it hurts the most. The best way you can show the devil that you're in authority is to say that I'm what he says I'm not. Amen. The devil will tell you what you're not. God will tell you what you are. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Matthew chapter 5, we get there. Verse, starting at verse 3. It says, blessed or blessed, happy, fortunate, and blissful are the poor in spirit. For theirs is what? The kingdom of heaven. Religion cannot satisfy your spiritual hunger. That's right. That's right. A relationship with God satisfies your spiritual hunger. Amen. Amen. Say that again, Pastor. Religion cannot satisfy your spiritual hunger. That's right. A relationship with God will satisfy your spiritual hunger. Amen. We have been religious too long. That's right. We religiously come to church. We religiously go to Walmart. <laughs> we religiously watch a basketball game. We have been stuck in religion too long. It's time to get to a relationship with God, your Father, so that He can carry you through this mess you're in. That's right. Amen. Blessed or blessed are they that what? Mourn. But see, mourn don't mean what you think it means. Not over loss, those who mourn over their sin. Mm, yes. For they shall be what? Comforted. How? Through the forgiveness of sin. Amen. Praise God. Mm. Mm. Beautiful. Mm. It only comes from John 3.16. Okay. For God so loved the world that he gave us on the ground. Tell us every new name shall not perish and have everlasting life. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, next one says, blessed, blessed, blessed are the meek, for they shall do what? Inherit the earth. The meek are those who exercise self-control. Meekness is not weakness. That's power under control. That's right. That's right. Nothing wrong with being meek. Meek is godly. Yes. Wow. Wow. The meekest person is the most powerful person because they are being restrained. Amen. You don't want to get a meek person out of their meekness. That's right. No more than you want back from a raccoon in the corner. You back a raccoon up in the corner, guess what's going to happen? Either you or he's going to come out. And if he don't come out, you're going to make sure, he's going to make sure you know that you've been in the fight. Amen. You don't want to make a meek person Come out of themselves. That's true. That's true. Amen. Amen. I'm a witness. You're a witness? I'm a witness. Amen. What are you talking about? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and what? Thirst. After righteousness, for they shall be what? Yeah. Blessed are those who go after God. You need to go after God just like you go after those things. As hard as you chase money, you need to chase God. As hard as you chase a man or a woman or whatever the case may be, you need to go after God. That's right. That's right. Because Matthew chapter 6 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and everything else will be added. That's right. So if you go after God like you go after those things, those things that you want will be added as you go after God. Yes. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall what? Blessed are the merciful, which means to show compassion, for they shall be shown mercy or compassion. 
The thing about today is a lot of people just don't have compassion. They treat you any old kind of way. Do all any kind of thing to you but expect you to be okay with that. And I'm talking about believers. They want to treat you any old kind of way. Do any old kind of thing. Say all any kind of thing and expect you to be okay with them showing you that. I'm going to tell you the truth because I love you. When you show a lack of compassion, God is not working through you. My God. That's me. I'm going to get back up here because I know we have guests. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall do what? Blessed are the pure, which means genuine, sincere, real. It does not mean you have to be perfect. Just real. Being a believer does not mean you have to be perfect. Living some standard that some man or woman or some preacher gave you. You have to be real with God. Yeah, God, I messed up. But you already know it. God say, oh, yeah, I already know it. But the Bible says if you confess your sins, he will faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. And not only that, he will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Thank God for that. God does not need you to be perfect. He needs you to be real. That's right. That's right. I'm struggling. I don't understand what I'm going through. I'm struggling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My heart hurts. I'm struggling. I got a pain in my body. I'm struggling. Lord, I can't feel you. I am struggling. See, you gotta be real kind of talk to one. Lord, that boy is in trouble. Yeah. You ain't gotta you can if you want, but you can just be real. Lord, I don't know what I'm gonna do right here. I'm driving down these streets, people going crazy, all this, and everybody calling me. I don't know what I'm gonna do, Lord. What am I gonna do? I don't feel like being bothered. Right. <laughs> Well, you're the pastor. You're supposed to always. No, I don't. I put my pants on one leg at a time like you. <laughs> Y'all don't want to be bothered sometimes. You can tell the truth. That's right. That's true. That's true. That's true. Especially after a long day. And you go through a lot of fires and putting out fires and stress and all that kind of mess. I'm human just like you. You're human just like me. We get tired. But God knows it. Yes. And Jesus knows it best of all because when he was in this earth, yeah. when he came down from heaven and put on this earth suit, he got tired. Now you know, many places in the Bible it says that Jesus got along. He prayed, but I bet he took a nap. In fact, he was on a boat in the middle of a storm and he said, I'm tired, y'all, I'm good, I'm going to sleep. Amen. I was talking to a pastor friend of mine. He said, man, sometimes I just get so tired, I just turn my phone off. Right. And I go to sleep. He said, why am I up? God's up. We don't both need to be up. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna make the situation no better. I'm gonna actually make it worse. Because I'm tired. You don't feel like being bothered. Amen. <laughs> Let me get, I don't know how I got there. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the what? Children. A peacemaker is one somebody that does what? Make peace. Not a deep word. Amen. They shall be called the what? Children of God. Blessed are they which are cursed acuted, which means to be systematically oppressed. Yes. Mm. Yes, sir. 
Systematically oppressed. Who's systematically oppressed? Us. We take it as we are cursed, but God says no. We're blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God for that. Blessed are they which are systematically oppressed. Not just for anything. <laughs> See? Not because you've done something wrong. That's right. But for what? Righteousness sake. Because you stood up for God. Amen. We talked about that earlier too. How in some countries, we don't have that so much as here unless we choose to do it. Right. Some countries like China or places cannot exercise the freedom that we have, which is to sit down with our Bible, come together as a church body, and openly celebrate God. That's true. They're not the only place. We take for granted some things that we have. But those people are blessed for righteousness' sake. But theirs is what? Blessed are ye when men shall revile or insult or reprimand you and persecute you and say it shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for what? For his sake. It's read in my Bible, so Jesus said it. Rejoice and be what? For great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. Guess what? You are the what? You are the what? Salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. Which means you are wisdom and grace exhibited in speech. Mm. <laughs> you are the salt of the earth. But if salt have lost its savor, what will shall it be salted? And it's henceforth no good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Don't allow the world to take away your saltiness. Or don't allow the situation that you are going through to take away your saltiness. Don't allow being in a dark, the darkest place and you being the only light in the room. Why? Because you are the salt and, 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 and go on. Next verse says, you are the what? A city that is set on a hill that cannot be hid. Hide your light if to not operate in the purpose that God has for you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm almost done. You're a light of the world and a city that sits on a hill. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are what? In the house. So, so verse 16 says, let your light so shine before men. When you affirm yourself and you walk in the strength of the Lord when you leave your house, you are showing the light of God. Because the people around you know what you're going through. And if you can still walk and say, I am loved, I am victorious, and I am blessed, you are the salt and light of this world. Amen. The very thing the world needs, you are supposed to be doing it. Amen. The problem is we praying to God to do something when God has empowered us to do something. How? Through the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to wrap up by saying this. You need to put a word on yourself. Yes. That's good. That's good. I am loved. I am victorious. I am victorious. I am victorious. And I am blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. That only blows you if you say it. If you don't know Jesus, then those words don't belong to you. But if you are, they belong to you. Amen? Stand to your feet. I am loved, I am victorious, I am blessed. I am loved, I am victorious, I am victorious, I am blessed. I am blessed, I am loved, 
Let's thank God for his word. Amen.